Welcome to the Quack 12 Podcast, the most official, unofficial, Oregon Ducks podcast on the web footosphere. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Quack 12 Podcast or visit our website, quack12podcast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us five stars on your listening device. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit the Quack 12 Patreon page, where for a measly $5 a month, you can become an official quacky and unlock hundreds of hours of Oregon Duck content. On to the show. Quack. 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 Quack, quack, quack. Quack. Oh, yeah. Quack, 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 quack. Twelve and... Oh! Or if you're the men's basketball team, Owen 12. I am your hey. host, hey, Adam Shamil from the three-point line. I meant to say from the three-point line. And I am Eric Schroeder, and I'm <laughs> coming at you with the backbeats, baby. That is right. The Quack 12 podcast. After, you know, football season is, is over. It really, really is over, it feels now, you know, unless you're a sicko NFL fan, but why would you be that? Yeah, um, that's what I've been doing. The team that beat us in week one, Georgia, they picked apart TCU like, dear Lord, 65-7, to the biggest point differential in bowl game history. And it's a national championship. Not surprised. Not surprised. They're good. They're They're very good. good We learned that week one. Very good team. (laughs) What I am glad is that... Uh, they stayed very good. That's nice, isn't it? It makes it better, and it kind of makes me wish that I would have kept up with them because, my God, what a run. 15. They've won it. I mean, un- completely undefeated. Amazing. Two Congratulations, championships. sirs. Stetson Bennett, absolutely amazing. Uh, not only that, but... Uh, every team we lost to, this is a real Oregon women's basketball problem, too. We'll get into this a little later. Uh-oh. But every team the football team lost to is a pretty damn good team. It hurts me to say that. But I'm talking Georgia, who's the best team, absolutely. Washington, who is a pretty freaking good team, unfortunately, finished with they only really two are, losses. Dude. I mean, yeah. I'm on the bandwagon for them. I like Michael Penix. I don't like their team. Uh, yeah, no thank you. I think the color combination is not the best. Mother? Yeah, sure. I think it's the worst, actually. Uh, and then we lost to the Beavers, who are a really good team as well. So, I don't know. It doesn't feel all that bad. And then, Aaron, we haven't gotten your thoughts, actually, because you've been flying around the country signing premier talent to your record label. Uh, Pierce Deer's recording, but um, Aaron, wh- Yo, what were your thoughts on that Holiday Bowl? I think it showed exactly uh, it showed everything Hithliday has talked about that I've paid attention to, and <laughs> uh, it showed exactly exactly the skill level of a team that we are, because. We won that game exactly the way that we should have. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we everyone knew we were gonna win by a doinked extra Dude. point. <laughs> Greatest few moments there at the very end, honestly. And to let him have that on his shoulders. Whoo! 
Watching him walk off the field when everybody's excited and he's so just funny. like, I mean, like, don't. I bet you anything he was walking on jelly legs because I would be walking on jelly legs if he, I had done that. He's like Woo! absolutely just like, this college football, what a ride. Like, yeah. it was such a funny way to, I believe, send him out. I think he could come back if he wanted to. We'll see. Maybe he's well, like, you know what? The, That's enough. <laughs> here's the thing mm-hmm. is... He had a really great year, I think. He yeah, showed a, a vast improvement in his marksmanship. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because, there again, it's a nerves thing for him, I think. And that's fine. It was so funny. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I spent that whole game trying to convince myself, you don't care, Adam. It's just a bull. You've already won. They got practice. That's all that matters. Don't worry. But when we won it, I was like, no, I cared a great deal about this. And this was something I actually thought about as well while watching it is how interesting that internal dialogue can be Mm -hmm. because as we were leading up to the bowl game in previous episodes – it kind of felt like we both wanted to go either way and be like, mm-hmm. it's got the world's longest name. It's pointless. Our <laughs> offensive coordinator is gone. Blah, blah, bloops. Who gives a shit? And I started thinking about it. I was like, you know, it's interesting how this is the most important game because this is how good we are. So this is where we belong. Mm-hmm. Uh, can easily be written off. I don't know. I was just thinking about it. I love the concept of like, Every bowl game actually matters, but there's so many we're able just to be like, this one is bullshit. But that they also get treated like, oh, my God. I mean, it's too much to talk about. I get it. Uh, one thing I really loved, I think the, the my real takeaway is because, you know, the, the offense, I mean, the defense has been pretty bad. Bo Nix, great, 23 of 30, two touchdowns, one interceptions. But we were going against a really, really good quarterback, I would say, um, Drake May. And we made him look really mortal. Um, Not only that, but we kept them to just six second-half points. And for me, uh, minus some, you know, key players, key defensive players on our part, um, that really made me feel pretty good. Like, that that shows effort. That's that's not an easy thing to do, and it wasn't a fluky thing. What was their record again? Uh, I think they had lost, like, three um, really, like, pretty disheartening losses, honestly. Um, Because they had really, like, at the end of the season, just kind of choked it all away. Whereas, like, they lost to Clemson 39-10. They did exactly what we did. A little bit. Uh, uh, NC State 30-27. Georgia Tech 21-17. Yes, they had some... Some rough losses, not great wins. So they aren't like a a huge powerhouse or anything. But the number one thing you could say about them was they had a good offense and their quarterback was good. And we kept that in check and we won the game. And it's better than losing the game. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Agreed. A hundred percent. Yeah. Bringing the the new year right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. By the way, uh, this is not real news that we should be talking about like it's a real thing but dan lanning got a tattoo 
And, you know, it, it's fun to poke fun at some things. I'm glad, you know, he seems to love it. There's nothing wrong with it, really. So, so power to him. But it is, what is it? like the tackiest tattoo I've ever seen. So it's of his wife who, who beat breast cancer. So that's a very uplifting thing. Power to him. Like, I'm glad he got it. And then he also wanted to combine this idea of any school that he's worked in the past. You know, he wanted to add that to it, including Oregon. Uh, was the centerpiece of it, kind of. But I, I'm building this up. I'm going to show it to you. Like, I want. Oh, okay, great, good. But imagine this. Uh, by the way, you're coming in a little bit hot. If you can turn in that, turn down that mic just a teensy. Yeah, but, um, I was also going to say maybe check your connection because it sounds a little grainy, and I'm wondering us. if the cable got jiggly pooed when you were messing with the camera. Look at us. We're both. We're looking out for each other, and that's what a teammate. Baby does. doll, that's what you have to do. Let's see what happens. That's um, what family. So he's got a bunch of like sports logos on it. He's got his like home, um, uh, like area code, name of his kids. So it's it's, it's a lot of ideas. It's I think everything. That's, that's the problem. Is it's kind of every single idea in one tattoo. But enough. I want to show it to you now. What did he call it? I mean, it it deserves a name, but I don't think it actually has a name. Okay. Chrome tab. Here we go. Damn I mean, portraits to, to start with are like going to be tough, huh? Uh -huh. I mean, this is it. It's not sure. a good looking tattoo. <gasps> it's so rightfully so. Some people are making fun of it a bit, but uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it made me laugh. I wouldn't get it, but it's like power okay. to you, buddy. Okay. I'm only gonna make one comment, and then I'm and then I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. And that is, it's the classic comedy. I learned it from whoever in one of their specials or interviews. The hat on a hat. Yeah, there's which ten is hats. That his tattoo has tattoos. That is that is exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like okay. And I hope she approved to have the Oregon Ducks on her neck. She'd have to, right? I mean, I she'd mean, have to. That's got would... some dark undertones that I don't want to read too much into. But it's also interesting that the state of Texas is near where you would suspect a heart to be, although it's not. So it's like the heart is in Texas. Also, it's kind of a kind of a sexy tattoo. I imagine she's down with all this. She likes the look of it and everything. Uh, Dude, but yeah. What is the laugh. A? Auburn. The, what is the A? Uh, I think it, I think it's at Atlanta or is that? I don't, uh, I, I want to say Alabama almost, but I don't know. I, do, I don't really. I can't. I can't. We could break <laughs> this all down. There's a, there's a lot. Oh wait, there's more. <laughs> we, uh, okay, let's see. Arizona State. Oh, that's the Arizona State A. Okay, because that How for bizarre. a second worked there. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 it's not that. It is the University of Alabama. Yeah, he was a grad assistant, it looks like. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. That's something. Intriguing. Uh, is it worth talking about? Probably not, but everyone was talking about it, so I had to bring it up. I mean, I think it's fine. It definitely has a flair that I did not expect from him. But you know what? I'm glad to have him in the family because dude's a freak. And so are we. And 
fucking A. I love it. I, I like that. Yeah, it's very, very um, Oregon. <laughs> Southern I mean, Oregon yeah, tattoo right there. That dude's going to be at the, con- <laughs> the country fair? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> country fair, five hits of acid running naked through the fucking woods. Yeah. I'll see him With there. that tattoo? <laughs> I'll be there. Um, Only oh. a couple... Well, I, I'm excited to see Justin Herbert in the playoffs. I just want to shout that out. Yeah. Well, Michael James, it will be inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame yep. class of 2023. I love that. You got to love that. Uh, we're getting a bunch of recruits. I kind of want to save that for a special, like, look at the recruits Oregon at. roster episode. Yeah, recruits. Sure. Because there's just so many, and there's still so many moving pieces that mm-hmm. uh, fun-looking stuff. Um, yeah, but other than that, we got so much basketball to talk about. Dude, I started New Year's Eve games, and it was like seven fucking games. Mm-hmm. And one of them didn't even record because the DVR got it backwards and recorded Oregon State's game. Or they oh switched my. the channel or something. Possible. It was, I'm, I was pissed. I missed a woman's game. Oh. Oh, no. Well, so I saw um, two women's games. I saw three men's games. There you go, man. Or Keeping four. Keeping up with the Joneses. Which one do you want to talk about more? First, I should say. Men's Well, do you know, honestly, they're kind of equivalent. Mm, I've got one. I've got a key difference for both. What? Um, this, the this men's is, got dudes coming back? Well, no. This is my. Well, yeah. It was nice. So men got a lot of people coming back from injury. Women got Kennedy Basham, but you know not what? quite the same. Yeah. Who do you want to start with? Let's start with men's because I do want to talk about the two freshmen who kind of wear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Khalil Ware. Yeah. And then I believe the Biddle? other person. Nate Biddle, big old man, seven footer. No. Number 11, maybe. Uh, well, well, first first of all, what we're going to anyway, do is I'm going to anyway. push this little button here, which will play the Quacksaball theme. Yeah. Quacksaball. 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 That is right, Aaron. Oregon basketball is here to stay. And you know, I like the way that they play. Not really, because uh, they've been pretty bad for a little while. You talking? I don't think you're talking about Rivaldo Soros, are you? A number eleven? He actually hasn't been playing all that much. He has like short dreads, and he is tall. Tyrone Williams? Oh, I a short dreads. He's a tall man. Uh, oh, he's not a freshman. I don't believe. Are you oh, talking okay. about Were Luke Were? Yep. No, yeah. Were I like. I thought his name was Ware. There is a Kalel Ware, too. <laughs> and then funny. maybe it's were. Okay, then maybe it's both. <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe it was were and where, and that's why it was hard for me to remember. Who knows? That That is confusing. Um, let's get into... So the games we've missed. There's been enough games uh, because we were so excited about the Holiday Bowl. Had Day on yeah. to really break down that bowl this last week. That uh, there's been some games we missed here. And... This is a rough stretch. A rough stretch with some surprising wins in it, though. Four games. Yeah. First, there was a loss to Utah Valley. The Wolverines. Missed that one. Didn't watch that one. Dude, it is not a team we should be losing to. 
it is yeah. bad form. Like, dear Lord. And we lost well, 77 to 72. It was... Whoa. Yeah. It, so it they good. were at least making shots because... Yeah, compared As to other we'll games. we'll see in the upcoming games, <laughs> it seems like the one thing they can't do is put it in the bucket. It seems like they it, should be watching someone's tutorial. Mm, specific, well, yeah, I, yeah. If you'd like to see the, that, that tutorial, please go to our YouTube or our Patreon. Yeah. Quack 12 Patreon. It's, it's a wonderful place where you can get hundreds of hours of Oregon Duck comedic entertainment by yours truly. Um <laughs> So against Utah Valley, this is in Eugene. This is at Matt Knight fucking arena. Wow. They lost to those damn Wolverines. And they sh- uh, mainly because we were 35% from the floor. Not great. 15% from three-point sh- uh, land, which is a huge problem for us. Yeah. Clearly. We, by the way, after this, uh, as of right now, we are dead last in the Pac-12. Cool. Yeah, in, in, sorry, in shooting percentage, I should say, from the three-point range. Better. Um, Let's yeah, be the it. absolute worst. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Trey Woodbury. Hey, uh, yeah. Real quick, are you mm-hmm. a fan of Frank Zappa? Uh, I've heard some Frank Zappa. So I guess I should say no. I've heard some Frank Zappa oh, that okay, I like. never mind. Then we'll just keep moving forward. Well, now you have to finish your point. You can't. I was just, just going to say, whenever he would sign bands... He didn't like it if they were middle of the road. They were either going to knock his socks off because they were so great, or they were going to knock his socks off because they were so bad. Mm. And if they were super bad, he would really sign them because the audiences would actually have like a... So anywho, he would be a fan of the this version of the Oregon Ducks because we're just the worst. It's a train wreck. You can't stop watching. But then... Aaron, the very next game. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we out rebounded them fifty three percent. Oh no, fifty three right. to thirty six, and still lost that game. That just goes to show you how bad our shooting percentages were. But uh, so then against Oregon State, Oregon State not a great team, but a team that you really like want to beat. I mean, certainly want to beat. And against Oregon, against this Oregon men's team. Very well could beat us. Like also, clearly, mm-hmm. the announcers for this game—they were having a great time together. Well, that's good. At least they're having fun. Yeah, that's all that matters. Um, it was a nail biter game. Uh, I'm trying to think. The in score. Oh score wait, would be... no. This is the game. This game went the wait. How did this game go for it? <laughs> Ducks won seventy-seven to sixty-eight. Um, right again, right because we hit the sixty-nine mark first. Oh, absolutely! I mean, they didn't even hit the sixty-nine mark. They right. only got sixty-eight points. Uh, Will Richardson got twenty-two points, seven rebounds. I should say against Utah Valley, he got twenty-six points and seven rebounds. So it's not necessarily that. Will I mean, Will Richardson's having some pretty good games. Uh, it, I mean, not from you know deep. Which would certainly help us. Uh, this was a definitely a marked improvement because we went six of twenty-two from three-point land, and that for this team, twenty-five percent is or you know above, just barely above twenty-five percent is amazing, great, fantastic. Maybe we can win some freaking games. So yeah, uh, and also we out rebounded them thirty-nine to twenty-one. 
Dante got 17 points, 8 rebounds. Uh, Ware, 13 points, 6 rebounds. That was a huge win. Felt really good. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, we're still early in Pac-12 play, actually. So, like, at this point, we were we only had one Pac-12 loss. And it was against right. the CLA, the best team. So it was like, hey, we're still in it. However, uh, then it just goes to show the tra- trajectory of this team. We actually got a lot of players back because I do believe Biddle, I know Kuznard came and played this game. but So a couple of players came back for this, but it kind of even put us even more of in a funk. Uh, not to blame Kuznard. Kuznard was the one that was only allowed to play 14 minutes. That's right. He was right. like on a restricted amount of time. Mm-hmm. That is right. Yeah. And he mainly in the second half, so it's like you can't blame this next game on him. Oregon at Colorado, dear Lord. Now, we should say. This is, I was going to say, sorry, I'll interrupt you. Okay. I was going to say this game felt more like what I had come to expect from them from earlier games. I mean. Where they start strong, and you're like, oh, shit, this is great. And then there's a dry spell, which the gap gets closed, and then the other team just stays strong while we slowly go down. Dude, this whole fucking game was a dry spell. This was arid, terrible play. This was, I mean, Our first story. quarter, we did good, right? No. Uh, oh, in, I've in seen the many games. I'm getting them all confused. I yeah, think. clearly. Clearly, yeah, you're seeing your future, you're seeing the past all at once. Um, yeah, drink some water, Adel. My man, we shot seven, seven percent from three point range. We hit one goddamn three pointer out of fourteen tries. Sure. Not only that, uh, we were out rebounded forty six to twenty eight, and we shot. This is truly horrendous. 26% from the floor. Like, <laughs> nothing was going down What was the end score us. on this one? We lost 68 to 41. Oh. So they didn't get to 69. Oh. We absolutely got destroyed. Okay, this is why this one is not coming back to me, is because, once again, the DVR did this great thing where I watched the last half of the game before, and then this one cut off. I think before halftime even got around. Well, dude, by halftime we were down thirty-seven to nineteen. Yeah, there was not a moment that we were good in this game. Okay, well then, absolutely yeah, the horrendous. DVR, the DVR did me a service by just being like, you know what, fuck this one. <laughs> not only that, we couldn't even hit our fucking free throws, dude. We hit fifty-seven percent of those, which unfortunately is not that much worse than our average. We're only hitting right. about sixty-five percent of them. Uh, we suck. Don't know what to tell you. But then, all of a sudden, well, I, I should mention this, too. This is in Boulder. Boulder is a place where Dane Altman, I think it was just like last year, right? He got his first win in Boulder ever. Wow. Uh, it, the elevation does mess with you. It's not enough of an excuse to just always get our ass kicked or to get our ass kicked in this way, especially. For sure. But the elevation does mess with you. Uh, Colorado is a good team. And not only that, but um, uh, Tristan De Silva just went off. He got 30 points. Meanwhile, like Qu- Quincy Garrier led with 10 points and four rebounds. And at least 
at least Kuznard got nine points and four rebounds. So it was nice that he got out there and he got to shoot the ball around. Nate Biddle also played in this. This, the Colorado loss, I don't, it's definitely not our worst because like losing to Utah Valley or our early loss, I forget against the freaking team but like we we've absolutely had worse losses in this but it's yeah. just hard when you hit only one three-pointer yeah <laughs> yeah god damn i i mean they should watch the tutorial that's all i can say because yeah. i did better than them you did you shot significantly better than seven percent i've got it right here actually i wrote it down of course because uh uh it's somewhere in here don't worry you shot way better than that, though. Now, Aaron... Oh, here we go. Yeah, you, you shot 25%. Right. That, I mean, hey, with with no one guarding you, you know, but... Uh, no, there was little shitholes. Little kids. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta look out for them. They're like it was little, their gym, you know. They're like little boulders rolling around. You gotta nah, kick them, get them true. out of the way. That's true. You gotta kick a kid. The funny thing is, though, Aaron, in the end... We like at the end of this, you know, four game stretch, which we've looked pretty abysmal. Because even against Oregon State, it wasn't like a clean win. It it was right. yeah. We beat Utah. We beat Utah uh, in at you know at Utah, and it was actually a pretty good showing from us. It goes to show you that Utah, they're a well coached team. They're good at a few things, you know, like hitting threes, typically um, rebounding, hitting yeah. free throws. But their skill level, was there? their their actual talent, like we are a very talented team. We're just also a bad team. But luckily in this, right. it really showed up a lot more. Uh, Dante got seventeen, a uh, double double, seventeen points, twelve rebounds. Uh, Richardson got eleven. Ware got ten points. Kuznard got ten points, four rebounds, and yeah, so we shot a lot is, better. Yeah, is. Is Utah the team that has the player whose name is like Love Finger or something like that? I'd have to look it up. I, I couldn't tell you, man. Somebody's got a great name on one of these teams we played, and I was like, God almighty, that is just how you say it. It's just the two words smashed together. Love it's Finger. Like, so, it's not Love Finger, but it's like something love or love something. Like love string or something like that. I don't know. It sounds beautiful. It sounds like five new albums you can make. I know. I should. That's great. Uh, yeah. Colorado, good team. And Utah, good team. Colorado, uh, yeah. I think Colorado is certainly a good team. I mean, they've already had like an upset, I believe, uh, this season. I think they also lost to Cal, though, <laughs> if I remember correctly. So that's not good. Um, yeah, you know what, I don't though, know. Also. What's Just that? watching this many games, the one thing that it's it, the one thing it comes down to, like seeing it enough in such an immediate amount of rows, I can start to be like, oh, now I'm seeing how the defense works on both sides of the court, et cetera, and blocking and positioning and stuff. Mm. I'm kind of seeing it better. But at the end of the day, you if you can't make a shot, <laughs> that nothing fucking matters. And I just don't know. It's like, are we just in like some kind of a weird funk? Because they should be making the shots, but they're. I don't know. 
Uh, it feels I mean, like it becomes a magic or luck thing at this point. It's, I mean, obviously they got to hit the gym and they got to be able to hit the threes when it counts. But not only that, like, but they are like, they're not doing a very well, a good job of like, in most games, starting with the appropriate amount of energy right away. Like a lot uh-huh. of times they are falling behind. Uh, I, I also think, but I do think it's like, yeah, let's see if Kuznard can get in more of a rhythm. Let's see, maybe he'll get, like he was projected to be a starter. Let's see if he'll actually get that role, you know. And hopefully that'll take some pressure off other people. Do you, you know, think, he's still healing too, though. So we'll Yeah, have to see. do you think it's because Dana really puts more of an emphasis on learning, reading, defense, and offense, and optioning stuff while playing rather than just like, drills of walking around the three-point line i'm sure he's drilling the hell out of them dude and it's just i mean it's, he looks it's upset like, sometimes on the sidelines yeah he's got an times. energy that says like yo what the fuck is going on here i mean yeah don't know what to tell you man uh it, yeah i, I wish last, i i wish i had the answer yeah last but not least we had another game didn't we no that's it four oh. games yeah um, so as of right now, we've got a record of nine and seven. Yikes. Three and two in Yikes. conference play though. So not terrible. I mean, we're still in very much in the hunt to, I mean, we could win the PAC 12. Uh, it's still so early in the season. Uh, coming up next, we've got Arizona state, Arizona state, not a fantastic team, but certainly better than us. They're 13-3 overall, only one loss in conference play. But then we got number nine Arizona coming to Eugene, Oregon. That's going to be a big one on January 14th. Then we just got to see what the hell happens. I mean, the way we've been playing, it'll be like we beat Arizona State. We lose, like, or or we played number nine Arizona super close. And then when Cal comes in, Cal is truly one of the worst teams, as in they are 3-13 and 13 overall. They're probably going to kick our ass. That'd be my guess. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. It, it's it's rough right now. Uh, all I This looks like a team that's heading for the NIT, not the big dance. But the talent's still there, uh, and we're healing up. Here- so... Yeah. Yeah. Richardson I think does have the proper focus in guiding. You can see him proactively working on the court to make sure the young ones are like moving around. Yeah, he's really good at assists. He's really good at spreading the ball. And I think that Ware kid just has Oh yeah. I don't think he's, like, fully unlocked his potential yet. I agree. I think that kid's going to be nasty, nasty next year or the year after that once he develops that leadership level thing that everybody always says is the ethereal good stuff. Well, And, literally and just once pack he realizes how fucking big he is. <laughs> yeah. I think he thinks he's dinky. But he's like... <laughs> well, he is... Know. Well, like, compare him to, like, Infoli Dante... Like that is that's someone who's been working, who's got like full, who's been working on years of muscle at the college level. Where just got here, so exactly has got the skill. Like damn, and I like that he can hit the three too. Biddle too, Biddle's coming along, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. 
Gosh, well, she's man. gonna kind of drive me nuts who that other player was. I tried my hardest to remember his number, and I'm pretty sure it was eleven. Or you? I mean, if you're talking about Rivaldo Soares, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. He yeah. was a bench player. He did some fantastic stuff in one of the games where it looked like he was a promising candidate. But it seemed uh, like, oh wait, he's only out there because somebody can't be, so he's just gonna go right back to the bench probably. Yeah, but he shined. I mean, I've liked so. Yeah, there's been times where Soros has been really good. I like him. Uh, he's certainly someone who, if we were a better team, when he's coming off the bench, that like it, you'd be still stoked. So I don't know. Let's get into something more fun, as in women's basketball, baby. Way. I think a lot more fun. What do you got to say here? More fun, yes. Still scary because they show, like, how great they can be. Mm -hmm. And then they have moments where you're like, you're doing the same stuff as the men's team where you're just fucking missing. This is what I'll say. Absolutely, like... This is the difference between these two teams. First of all, the women's record is way better. They have four losses. The thing that's amazing about them is it's clear. Like, the men's team, their floor is literally a straight-up bad team, especially in, like, Pac-12 play. Like, straight-up bad team. Their ceiling is they can be potentially competitive against... A pretty good team? I don't think, like, you know, they were competitive against UCLA at home. But, uh, you know, I really didn't think they were going to win that game. And I think if you gave them a couple of tries, they wouldn't really be able to win that game. But Oregon women's basketball, on the other hand, four losses, all to top 25 teams. Actually, all to top 10 teams. Or, no, no, the first three losses were to top 10 teams when they played them. They've all been very competitive, um, as in like. I guess that's true. The game I saw them lose was Arizona, and it looked like we were going to win it. Yeah, dude, and Arizona's a great team. And Arizona's a great team. I remember all of this. You're right. You're right. Well, I'll tell you, dude, like. It's this would be like if Oregon was playing against the best in college and coming up short. They're playing so, against not even the best teams in lower conferences and getting yeah. blown out. Yeah. Or like, yeah. it's not the same, man. Like, it really it's isn't. not. But I, but I accidentally put the same bar of judgment on it, which is unfortunate well, because the yeah, you're right. Well, because well, a literally. loss is still a loss, and it hurts real bad. Well, and literally, one team has so many more losses than the other. Yeah, and I guess <laughs> the women's team really only has moments in games where it feels like there's a dry spell going on Yeah, with shots, but really it's just for a moment here and there. Yeah, I mean, it and, just and that's feels bigger happen. for some reason. I think what's more well, important. Because because it's like, yeah, I think it's because there's the potential of them winning these huge games. And uh, otherwise, they blow out the competition. And, like, it's like literally looking – I'm looking right now, the top 25 um, out of the teams that have beaten us, number – wait, what the fuck is going on? Is this the right – 
Huh? Where am I? Here we go. Number Daddy! three. <laughs> number three, Ohio State, which which we were competitive against. Yeah. Um, we uh, they are undefeated, seventeen and zero, number three in the country. Uh, by the way, Stanford, Shit. we will be playing in the future, is number two. Um, number eight, UCLA, who we'll talk about here real soon. They beat us, and they are number eight in the country. Uh, wow. Then we then we have down here University of North Carolina. They've actually fallen below us because we're ranked number twenty one. They're number twenty two. They're ten and uh. five record. And then our only other loss is against Arizona, who is ranked number fourteen. And right now they've they're fourteen and two. So all these teams that we're beating like are on the top tier of absolute great teams. Uh, we're just falling just barely short which is wow. both both like you know good but also i mean it does hurt more almost you know when you're like on the verge of being a top i mean if we won half of these games we'd be a top definitely top 10 probably flirting with top five hey podcast listen. Hey, Come you. over here. Come yeah. over here. Get over here, yeah. huh? Nice headphones you got in here. Oh, yeah, I like those, Chevy. Be a shame if something were to happen to those headphones, eh? <laughs> Stomped them on the ground, eh? Be real easy to avoid that smashing if you went over to the Quack12 Twitter account and gave us a little follow. Just a little follow, that's all we're asking. And hey, look at that. I hear you listening to your new podcast apps in your car, huh? Driving home, making the long journey feel a little shorter, eh? Is that yeah. what he's doing there, bud? <laughs> yeah, turning your three-hour drive into a nice little vacation, huh? Be a shame if your car ended up on the bottom of a lake. Splash. Splash maybe with you in the trunk of it, huh? Glug, glug, guzzle, guzzle. Maybe all that can be avoided with a little trip to the Quack 12 page on Apple Podcasts. All you got to do is go to Apple Podcasts, Quack 12, give us five stars. Yeah, the internet. You got it, bud. Five stars. Leave us a little comment. Help other people find it. Maybe it'll help people find you when they find out that you're gone missing if you catch my drift. You seen the posters on the telephone poles? Yeah, those are those are people that didn't give us fucking five stars. Some of them did, and we did it anyways. And then uh, you know, uh, oh hey, hey look at look at this podcast listener on their long inner inner uh, continental flight, making things not so bad. Not wanting to hear that baby. By covering it up. Wah, wah, so they say. Putting on them headphones. Trying to get the Sky Waitress's attention. Get over here. Give me more of that Quack 12 podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you? Yeah, you want some more of that Quack 12 podcast, don't you? You want to buy some more from us, don't you? Get it. Otherwise, you know, because if you don't buy this Quack 12 podcast insurance, you never know when your plane's going to go straight back down into the water into the old Atlantic never to be seen again 
glug, glug, guzzle, guzzle. In case you don't want to be part of the rock and roller club of the bottom of the fucking ocean, then I recommend you go to the Quack 12 Patreon. Come on, come on. Why don't you go to the Quack 12 Patreon, give us five smackaroos, and for that we can forget about the whole nasty business have you on your way. We'll forget about it. We'll forget about it, all right? Five measly dollars, that's all I got. Now listen up, punk. Because it looks like you're not seeing so good right now. My boss is talking to you, chump. Aren't you chump? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. All right, let him, let him go, Mikey. Let him go. In the bottom of the fucking ocean. Ayo! Quack, quack. I think... You know? I think maybe I watched them out of order because it just felt like we lost more games than that. We've lost four games, my man. Maybe I just didn't get to see all the wins, and so it felt like it was weighted more towards the fucking losses or something. That being said, this is the last yeah. two weeks... Out of the four games, we've lost two of them. Now, there it is. Uh, and I watched oh, yeah. four games of the women. So I watched two wins and two losses. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> you're judging the, their entire season off these last two weeks. which is maybe, It's what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, UCLA like, it's versus like flat Oregon. earth. You know, I, I'll believe it whenever I go up in the spaceship and I see that, sure, there's a disc there. But until... You, until I'm in a spaceship to see that disc, this Earth is a sphere, sir. Absolutely. Um, so, like, in in comparison, their Pac-12 numbers, they are third in points per game, 81.6. First in three-point shooting percentage, uh, uh, 38%. First wow. in turnovers, as in they only do 12.5 turnovers, commit. Uh, 12.5 turnovers, and their second rebounds with 43.8 because Filipina Chase killing it. Yeah, who she got 20 in one game? That's right, she got 20 <sighs> against. I want to say yes against USC. Dude, but, uh, so starting with this UCLA team, this was huge. It was such. It was a nail biter. I would say UCLA definitely did have the advantage for the majority of the game, but in the fourth quarter. We did rally back hard. Yeah. Uh, especially, I will say right now, India Rogers is clearly our best, I would say, offensive threat. Van Sluten is something else. She really is like, it's the fact that Van Sluten is a freshman, you're like, oh, this is elite, elite talent. I might have. Did I end with seeing her roll her ankle at the end of the game? Yes, you did. She it, it appears she's had has a foot injury. I don't quite know how oh, that how devastating that is because place right I now. called her out earlier in the season as like she popped up off the off the roster once and I was like, "Holy shit, she's good." I see oh. talent in these Adam. She, she she's put me in charge of talent. She's absolutely uh, next level, man. I'm looking at an article right now about the foot. Uh, she's had it. Okay. Uh, all I've got is a quote here. He's probably going to say nothing, but Kelly Graves, she plays her tail off. She's had a tough yep. week. She's been beaten up, and she's just finding a way to get through it. So I hope she's okay. Okay. I hope she's okay. So we got nothing. Um, she's fine. 
she's probably fine, but we may still sit her because because Kennedy Basham, who's playing much more of that same kind of role, yeah, not, I mean, probably not as effectively just because Grace Van Sluten is truly got to be one of the absolute best freshmen in the country right now. It's interesting. Um, Kennedy Basham just got back from injury, which she's been, you know, healing from like the entire season. So because of that, like I can imagine they're going to rest her and because the schedule is going to get a little easier coming up. So I could see that, but we'll see. Uh, We're still so thin. It would help us. But against UCLA, we got down to six points in the right. final, like we, they had a 15 point lead late. We trimmed it down to six, and there was a point where Chance Gray, another very good freshman who's very promising, um, she drains three, but she stands on the line as she does it. It, it drains it. It was a beautiful shot. Would have cut it down to three. Maybe we could have rallied back, but they obviously wave it off. And there was a couple other moments, like like uh, Pow Pow almost got a steal late in the game. That could yeah. be really game changing. But in the end, um, UCLA is a really good Wait, team. Is that the one where yeah, Pow Pow jumped in on the ball and then everybody yeah. was scrambling for it, but they gobbled it up and kept yeah, it. They Dang, it I up. thought we were gonna win that shit. What's interesting too is, uh, I mean, we shot really well in this game. We were 35% from three, 42% from the floor. Problem is they just shot a little bit better. 37 from three, 45 from the floor. Not only that, uh, we out-rebounded them like crazy. 41 rebounds to 33. Rodgers went off. She's absolutely phenomenal. Like right now, she is playing at the peak of her career, and she's had a great career already. She got 18 points in this game. Vince Sluton had 17 points, eight rebounds. Pow Pow got 17 points. Um, it was just in the end, they got some really good players. Like Kiki Rice is a great freshman as well. 21 points. And then their, their, their star vet charisma Osborne actually got a face full of, uh, Taya Hansen like hip. And she got, I believe she's, I'm not sure if she's played since then. I know. I think she missed the Beavers and I think they lost against the Beavers actually after this. But uh, so that that was rough um, to watch. But so that felt, and again, it, it was like if we've lost only half of these super close top tier battles, then you'd be like, oh no, this seems this seems absolutely amazing. Like we could still be the, and I still think we can be. At least these are close. You know, it's just there it hurts. But they're starting to show off. I think. I think they're getting better. I think we're getting I think so stronger, too. Adam. I think, I think the so monster's too. almost ready. <laughs> I think so too, man. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we do eventually get to knock like, you know, I mean I'd be a little surprised if we beat Stanford just because they're so good, but at the same time, we're almost due an upset of one of these great yeah. teams. Well, we're getting that team to the point where at all times there mm-hmm. are three potential threats on the court and sometimes there's five yeah <laughs> and yeah. it's like oh shit our team we're like if this was a magic the gathering hand <laughs> game over we got like we three mana we got a quick instant for removal Bro. we got a couple of creatures cheap creatures to put down and a planeswalker that only costs four so we're doing bang, pretty bang. well yeah <laughs> uh, against usc and like this is the trend here against usc they are not a great team 
if we were just a an all right team or a little bit, if we're like, oh, they're good. If we were that level of team, it's possible that a team like USC or Arizona State, especially when we're on the road there, could have you know made it a game, made it competitive. But my man, they are a great team because we just go against USC. They were down their best player, we should mention, but we blew them out of the fucking house, seventy three to forty five. Right, we sh- shot forty three percent from downtown. Everyone was getting it. This is that game that Che uh, got 20 rebounds, which is phenomenal. There it is. Um, Taya, and I think this is always really kind of good. Uh, you got Rodgers, 19 points. You got Phyllis Pinochet, 20 rebounds. And you got Taya Hansen, 17 points. That combo, especially Taya Hansen coming off the bench, I've really liked watching her play. Um, I wish I had the size of her arms. I've also said that. Like, I want to start working out so I can have – Popeye arms like her but um, sure I li- like she has been really fun and just like energy 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 when she's coming off the bench uh we out rebounded to them 43 to 41 so we could have gobbled a few more of those up but anyways then we go against Arizona State and we beat them by 20 points 82 to 62 again shoot really well like a little bit down from the floor 38 percent but 34 percent from deep uh, and again, eighty-five percent from free throw. Like so, th- those are not givens, and you need to take points where you can get them. So yep. that was really nice. Rogers again, nineteen points, just insane. Van Sluten, sixteen points, and Shea got eighteen rebounds and ten points for a double double. She is quickly becoming because, like, physically, you're you look at her and you're like, oh, she's she clearly can be dominant. And she's still learning the game, as they always say. But at this point, she is a full, basically a fully realized basketball threat. And well, the amazing part is she's going to get better and better. That's what I was just about to say. I would say she's not even – she herself is not fully realized. But yes. in the core way that a basketball player should be, she is. Yeah, she's not a liability. Absolutely not. That's how I'd put it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, so, like, that was the perfect way to be like, okay, we just got two games, two wins under our belt, let's go against the University of Arizona now, a team that is pesky as hell, really hard to play against, they're really good, and they get me angry watching them, I mean, if they were my team, I would love them, but going against them, I ducking hate it. It looked like we were going to smoke them. It looked like we yeah. were going to smoke them at first. We had an ape. We had the largest lead in the game, actually, or until the very end. Um, they tied it. But, yeah, we had an eight-point lead at one point and looked really good that first, like, the first quarter, especially we outscored them 25-19. Uh, like, I can't say that, like, sure, we could have improved in a number of ways. It would have been nice if, if Vince Sluton was playing a little more 100% in the end. But it was just two really good teams going against each other, and Arizona just outlasted us. Now, I should say the reason why I get pissed off at them is because their style of play is just mob the hell out of whoever has the ball. Right. <laughs> and just and just dare the ref. It's like, well, you're not going to call all of them, right? Because this, this home crowd will tear you apart. It's what it feels like. Uh, and how interesting, you, 
I wish they would have called crowd a few was more. Fucking loud. Oh, yeah. They were they were there for it, dude. Oh yeah, which is you know great to see for women's basketball. I hate yeah, yeah. them though. <laughs> hey, shout out to the dudes in the stadium at our home games for the women's mm-hmm. team. Yeah, who will just chant air ball every yeah. time the other team throws an air ball because I noticed it in multiple games. Those guys are out there. Yeah, making me laugh. You got whatever kind of advantage you can get, baby. Um, yeah. So uh, in this game, I mean, it was it was just an absolutely fun watch. It came down to the very end. It really could have been us. Like is all you got to say. Our th- it's not even like our shooting percentages were all that bad. Well, um, I mean, they you know they obviously was... could have been better, but we're playing yeah. against a really really good team. But I do feel like I watched us get steamed out over that fourth to where it was like, oh, yeah. they are just stronger than us, mm-hmm. and now they're showing us. Well, and it, like we had a size advantage, but again, they're just rushing at you, and it ended up like again we are the best team as far as like least amount of turnovers forced on our end. They forced twenty turnovers from us. Like that that ended well, up being the game. They got a few more shots because of that. Van Sluten also is like this is one of her best games. Period. Eighteen points, five rebounds. Oh, dude, Rogers right behind. On. Yeah, Roger seventeen. On the court. Pow pow seventeen. Filipino Che got ten rebounds. Chance Gray got ten points. It's it's just tough because it's it's like at this point it's what it is is if you were to I don't want to single out any single player okay on the I don't want to be like if you took this two player off and put in UNESCO but let's just say if UNESCO was on the court. These were the times, like in their absolute heyday, they would play against really good teams like Arizona and Stanford and UCLA, and sometimes even good teams like you know Arizona State, like when Hinton was on it. But um, they would play against those teams, and they would be close games, and then just barely a lot of times, Sabrina Ionescu, or sometimes Hebert, or Satu Sabri, but mainly Ionescu, would be like, okay, now is my time. The last two minutes, get on my back, and we're gonna do this. And like Oregon's even done that. Like Rogers is really becoming that person. Pow Pow is really good at hitting like crucial threes a lot of the time. It's just like we don't have the best player in the goddamn world on the team anymore. That being said, we don't necessarily need it to win a national championship or to win these Fuck games. No. It's just that's why we got four losses instead of three or two? I think in two years, the women will be winning a national championship. I love it. And the men will be a sweet 16er. Ooh. Who knows? Who knows, my man? But anyways, so as far as right now is concerned, um, yeah, they only have four losses, only two conference losses. So they are absolutely in everything. Love it. Uh, as far as the standings are concerned, I got them pulled up here. Number two, Stanford, as in their ranking, number two. They've yeah. only lost one game, and they're but and that was out of conference. They are four and zero, oh, undefeated oh, in Pac-12 play. Arizona is right behind them, which is why that win would have been huge for us. But yeah, still early in the season. They're four and one in conference play. 
Utah is three and one. They've got a really good offense. They've only lost one game this season. Uh, they're a top ten team. Number eight, UCLA, three and one. Oh man, Colorado, three and one. Oregon is three and two. So everything is ahead of us. Uh, there's we are in the best conference for women's basketball. Period. So that that's just always going to be a huge challenge. And then um, coming up next, fortunately, we're playing against two bad teams. And if this was the men's team, I'd be like, well, you never know. But <laughs> we're going against Washington on the 13th in Eugene. And then we're going against Washington State in Eugene. Oh. Both those teams have not been all that great. Washington what State's days are those on? That is on the 13th and the 15th. That is oh, wow. uh, Friday and Sunday. And then we got Oregon State again. That's in Corvallis. Like they they are typically a good team, but they are having a bit of a down year. We we did beat them this season already, so hopefully. And then Cal, who's been again not great, you know. And then we got the biggest game, Stanford. That feels like the biggest game. So it's like we the competition is definitely going lower, and then we've got a tough stretch to kind of close it out. So we'll we'll see what happens. We get to play against. Every good team again. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still very optimistic, and I'm more optimistic now than I was at the beginning of the season. Well, you kind of have to be, because if you if we were dark about it now, then nobody would want to listen to this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, uh, you know, we got to finish an old segment before we wrap up this her podcast and that is that is right this is the finale of the picks oh oh boy this is the bowl games the bowl bonanza now this was just just fun Um, bonanza we were last we talked bull mania i forget what we called it uh, we basically were tied because we both picked Oregon State. They beat the crap out of Florida. We both chose Fresno State. They beat the crap out of Washington State. So we're tied 2-2. We both chose Oregon. Very nice. Very nice. We both chose Washington. They also beat the crap out of their foe. So, like, we're killing it right now. Then here's, here's a deciding one. I chose UCLA. You chose Pitt. This was a hell of a game, DTR's final game, and he fell just short. Actually, was knocked out of the game. Called Pitt. it. Pitt wins it. Pitt, Called that it. is right. The very same team that is on the cleavage of the tattoo on our head football coach, Pittsburgh, wins it. Um, and then, so USC, we both chose USC. They lost in embarrassing fashion to Tulane, very USC fashion, I should say, where it was like, wow, Caleb Williams, wow, their offense, like their receivers are so good. They have no defense. <laughs> that was basically it. And they lost to Tulane, who's very funny. But then, So it was a fun game, at least. I would say. I chose Penn State. You chose the Utes in the Rose Bowl. Cam Rising gets knocked out about halfway and Penn State runs away with the win. So we are actually tied 1-1 in Bull Mania. 
Or wow. Or you know, we each chose one incorrectly actually. So uh I don't know, if we would have done this a little earlier, we could have then chose the national championship game or something, but we didn't. So oh, I will we give didn't. you a handshake. Oh. And we will end in a in a <laughs> sportsmanlike tie. Well, we got it. Oh, sure. Fine. Why not, you know? <laughs> um, that being said, as we wind down this episode, Aaron, I've got a very important gotcha journalism question to throw your way. Oh, shit. Is there any progress on the mugs? No, it's been too <laughs> It's I about to happen so. now. I was going to text you about <laughs> the uh, addresses, because yeah. I don't want to have to scroll through my whole thing again. I get it. I'll, I'll get you set. I knew I was set. Yeah. Thank but you. I because thought... I have, I have three other things sitting by the front door that are also getting mailed out across the country. Oh. Which reminds me, I need your address. Oh dear my sir. goodness! Well, I'll say it right now on the podcast. No. Yeah, please. Nice try, <laughs> you freaks. This has been the Quack 12 Podcast at Quack 12 Podcast on Twitter. That's right. We're going all year round, baby. We're talking about basketball, as is our Patreon, in which you can actually help this show. The show, which is normally free for a measly five bucks a month, you can get hundreds, hundreds of hours of entertainment. You know, I mean, hey, we're not going to trick you. You can cancel it really easily if you want. Why don't you go test it out? Go do a little taster. Five dollars. Yeah. Helps us out so freaking much, and I swear to you, there's a lot of really funny stuff on there, including our Quack and Time series, in which we break down every goddamn year of this wonderful sport we call duck football. Very fun stuff. Quack12podcast.com is where you can find the link to our Patreon. Aaron, it's nice to see you, buddy. You too. It's been a been it feels like it's been forever, but it's just been one holiday. It's been one holiday bowl. Actually, yep. that being said, let's smoke this holiday bowl. Shit, yeah, bro. Whoa. Hey, oh, I need shit. a final thought. What's your final thought, man? I want to do in. another season of Duck D&D. <laughs> Sounds good, man. At least that'd be fun. At least another game would be a blast. Yeah. We, I feel like we perfected that. Yeah, Duck D&D also available on Quack 12 Patreon for all you nerds that also love football. Very fun stuff. Um, go Ducks. Quack, quack. We quack, love ya. Quack. See y'all next week. Peace.